This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Plated Earth, where we share at least a fraction of the crazy, wonderful, and insightful stories of produce. I'm your host, JJ. Plated Earth is also the official podcast of the Specialty Produce app. Please show your support for us and Specialty Produce by downloading the app and exploring one of the globe's most comprehensive fresh food databases. So what's on our plate today? Mint. St. Patrick's Day is around the corner, and chances are you'll be wearing, eating, and drinking all things green this weekend. One of my favorite parts about this holiday is that mint is the favorited green flavor for St. Patty's Day treats. So, in honor of this herb, which we're sure to see a lot of in the next few days, let's dig a little deeper than its green color and see what else there is to love about mint. Mints are aromatic herbs in the genus Mentha of the mint family. This family also includes plenty of other familiar herb names and aromas, like basil, rosemary, oregano, lemon balm, lavender, thyme, and even catnip. While only members of the mentha genus are known as true mints, some other plants in the mint family will have mint in their common name. Catnip, for example, is also referred to as catmint, and bee balms or bergamots in the genus Monarda of the mint family are sometimes called horsemint. Not to be confused with bergamot mint, also called lemon mint, which is a true mint botanically classified as mentha citrata. And to make matters more confusing, there are a few other plants with fragrant leaves that have mint in their common name, even though they aren't in the mint family at all. Vietnamese mint, for example, a common herb in Southeast Asian cuisine, has a passing physical resemblance to mint and a similar invasive growth habit. Hence, it earned the same moniker though the plant is more commonly called Vietnamese coriander, named for its similar flavor. So the real secret weapon to keep these so-called mints and true mints straight is the botanical classification. Around the world, you can find about 25 or so taxonomical species of true mints in the mentha genus, with hundreds of varieties. Keep in mind, the exact numbers can't really be established with complete certainty, as mint species freely cross amongst themselves, producing many new forms. One of the most popular species of mint is actually a hybrid, but we'll come back to that in just a minute. While mint is widely distributed across the globe, it is mainly found in temperate and tropical or subtropical regions, growing best in wet environments and moist soil. Mint plants are characterized by widespreading underground stolons, a biological term for their creeping horizontal roots or runners, and they have a unique stem structure, as the erect stems have a square shape instead of round. Mints will grow anywhere from 10 to 120 centimeters tall, and due to their tendency to aggressively spread unchecked, they can become a pest in some gardens, and are even considered invasive in some environments. If you don't want to risk a mint takeover in your yard, you can also grow it in a container indoors in front of a sunny window. Mint will sprout tiny purple, pink, or white flowers if allowed to bloom. However, it will lose some of its essential oil, making the leaves less fragrant and flavorful. Hence, mint is typically pruned to prevent flowering. Mint leaves are harvested young when they have the best flavor and texture, as leaves allowed to mature on the plant for too long will become earthy and bitter. 
The oval, oppositely arranged leaves have jagged edges and may be dark green, grayish green, purple blue, or even pale yellow in color. Some mint leaves may be variegated, some may have a fuzzy texture, but of course, they all have the unmistakable mint aroma when crushed. The main organic compound that gives mints their distinctive smell and cooling taste sensation is menthol. Think of peppermint. While other key compound players include pulgon, somewhere between peppermint and camphor, and carvone, think spearmint. Speaking of peppermint and spearmint, those are more than just flavor profiles. They're the two most popular, widely available, commercially important mint species. Remember that popular mint hybrid species I mentioned earlier? That would be peppermint. Peppermint is a hybrid between watermint and spearmint. It has slightly fuzzy, veined, vivid to dark green leaves that are occasionally blushed with purple or bronze, depending on the variety. Peppermint is distinguished from spearmint by its strong menthol scent. Peppermint oil is the premier mint oil for flavoring pharmaceutical and oral health products, like cough syrups, therapeutic creams, and toothpaste, as well as everything from chewing gum, candies and other sweets, to perfumes, soaps and cleaning products, or even tobacco and drinks. As a colloquial term in English, the word mint can stand for any small sugary item flavored to taste like peppermint. Of course, spearmint is also used for flavoring medicines and gums or candies, though perhaps not to the extent of the cooling menthol taste of peppermint. Spearmint offers a milder flavor. Spearmint and curly mint, a well-known variety of spearmint, are more versatile for culinary uses than peppermint, which may overwhelm other flavors in the dish. Spearmint is used to enhance all types of meat, fish, or vegetable dishes, and it is the preferred mint for sauces and jellies that usually accompany lamb. Spearmint is also known as garden mint, ladies' mint, or sage of Bethlehem in its indigenous lands of northern England. Peppermint and spearmint, which are native to Europe, now grow wild in North America. Mint still grows wild in Europe and is also cultivated on smaller scales in England, France, Italy, Bulgaria, Russia, and Japan. The world leaders of mint production are the United States, India, and China though the U.S. and India in particular provide the biggest supply of mint oil, which is used for flavoring products like chewing gum, toothpaste, mouthwash, and more. Honorable mentions of other mint types include Japanese mint, pineapple mint, apple mint, and chocolate mint, most of those being named for their unique flavor notes, if you didn't already guess. So mint has been used medicinally throughout its history, prized for the therapeutic properties of its aromatic oil, which has been reported to have antibacterial, antiviral, antiparasitic, and antifungal activities. Mint is rich in vitamins A and C, and also contains smaller amounts of vitamin B2 and minerals like calcium, copper, zinc, and magnesium. Mint has been primarily used throughout history to treat stomach and digestion problems. It has also been chewed for freshening breath, and dried leaves were used to whiten teeth. To this day, it is one of the most called-upon herbs for its soothing properties, and is used extensively in medicine, aromatherapy, beauty products, and as a food flavoring. After-dinner mints have not only been popular for their ability to freshen one's breath post-meal, but also because of mints' ability to combat nausea, cramping, and indigestion. Inhaling steam scented with mint oil is said to help with respiratory problems like asthma and bronchitis. And in aromatherapy, mint oil can be used to ease agitation and mental fatigue, as well as relieve headaches. Peppermint leaf tea, in particular, has a history of use for treating nausea, cramps, digestive issues, and the common cold, and is still a popular remedy for such ailments today. 
Research has shown that peppermint oil may help to subdue stomach muscle spasms, stop the growth of antibiotic-resistant infections, and even inhibit pancreatic cancer. That's not all. Peppermint can also provide a cooling sensation to treat minor burns and skin irritations due to its anti-inflammatory properties. However, spearmint has had a much longer history of medicinal use than peppermint, being its predecessor. Spearmint water, made by distilling spearmint leaves with three times their weight in water over low heat, was recommended in Europe in the 18th century for strengthening a weak stomach and curing a cold. At the start of the 18th century, however, peppermint was earning some recognition as a superior mint for treating stomach weakness, though spearmint was still the medicinal mint of choice. Peppermint's popularity continued to grow in Europe, and needless to say, its popularity spread to the New World. In addition to mint's many medicinal uses, mint leaves are also employed as a pest repellent. It is often used by campers to repel mosquitoes, and mint oil is even considered an environmentally friendly insecticide for its ability to kill wasps, hornets, ants, and cockroaches. And of course mint is used in culinary applications. It can be used fresh or dried in both sweet and savory dishes. Fresh mint is available year-round, but is most abundant in the warm summer months. Mint leaves can be added to fruit or green salads, brewed into an herbal tea, and used as a garnish for food and drinks. Mint oil or extract can be used to infuse syrups for cocktails and other beverages, and used to flavor whipped creams, yogurts, sorbets, ice creams, baked goods, frostings, candies, and more. Mint is a popular herb in Turkish, Indian, Vietnamese, Greek, and Persian cuisines, and its flavor pairs well with citrus, berries, seafood, lamb, melon, peas, summer squash, chocolate, and aged sheep's milk cheeses. Fresh mint is delicate and bruises easily. Keep cool and dry in the refrigerator until ready to use, or freeze in ice cube trays. Dried leaves should be kept in an airtight container in a cool, dark place. But mint isn't only known for its medicinal properties, its flavor, or its smell. Traditionally, mint was seen as a symbol of hospitality in many cultures, and was offered as a sign of friendship and welcome to guests. Where did this tradition come from? You'll have to tune into the mint food fable to find out. And maybe next time you have company, you can decorate the table with fresh mint or brew a cup of mint tea to welcome them into your home. So where did this herb of all trades come from? Mint is said to have origins in the Mediterranean basin, though it is widely distributed throughout the temperate areas of the world and has naturalized in many places, including other parts of Europe or Asia, South Africa, Australia, and North America. Biblical references suggest that mint was of such high value that it was used for tithing by the Pharisees, along with anise and cumin. Mint was used in ancient times to clean and scent rooms. It would be scattered on the floor or stuffed into pillows and mattresses as an old-school air freshener and as a deterrent for bedbugs, rats, and other pests. Ancient Hebrews would sprinkle mint over the synagogue floor for its scent, and it was also combined with other herbs and used as an aromatic in mausoleums, found in Egyptian tombs dating back as far as 1000 BCE. Pliny the Elder noted that the Romans used mint for fresh breath, in sauces with wine, and in herbal treatments for stomach problems. The Greeks used it to clean their dinner tables and added it to their baths, and both paired mint with fruit, used it to flavor liqueurs, and decorated banquets with mint leaves as a token of hospitality to their guests. Pliny also recommended that students wear a wreath of mint, which would, quote, exhilarate their minds. 
Medieval monks drew on the herb for its culinary and medicinal properties. And circa the 14th century, we find some of the earliest versions of toothpaste, as powdered mint leaves were used to whiten teeth. The Romans were the ones who introduced mint and mint sauce into England, and later the herb made its way to America via early European settlers, who used it as an aromatic and also as a medicine. They drank mint tea for headaches, heartburn, indigestion, and to promote sleep. They, of course, also drank mint tea just for the pleasure of it, seeing as it was not taxed. Over in Asia, the Japanese were the first to commercially produce mint, a species known as Japanese mint, and distill menthol oil, starting before the First World War. During that time, they were the only commercial producer in the international market. After World War II, Brazil started producing mint commercially, with production soon spreading to other South American countries. China and India began cultivating mint in the mid-1900s and after the Green Revolution in 1986, with developments and improvements that made cultivation more economical, mint took off as an agricultural commodity in India, now one of the top producers in the world. Commercial production of mint is believed to have made its way to the U.S. by the early 1800s, and by the mid-1850s, America's mint industry was centered in Wayne County, New York. But the production and popularity of mint oil soon spread, and today, California, Oregon, Washington, Wisconsin, Idaho, and Indiana are the top peppermint producers, while Michigan, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, and Indiana produce the most spearmint. All in all, the U.S. produces more than half of the world's supply of these two favorite mint species. So grab your green mint shake or mint mojito and cheers to a happy and safe St. Patrick's Day weekend. Well, folks, that concludes this week's episode. As always, you can find more information, recipe ideas, and local market shares on the Specialty Produce app. Tune in next time for more food fables. And remember, cauliflower is nothing but a cabbage with a college education. We'll catch you next time.